Welcome back to another episode of Mission in 5 podcast, where we ask five simple questions to everyday ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are as people and where they see God moving in their local communities. I'm your host, Greg Mamula. American Baptist Churches of Nebraska is filled with variety. I bet you knew that. I bet you know that there are rural churches and city churches. I bet you know that we even have one church that is the only church for an entire county. We have large churches with multiple staff, medium churches with solo pastors, and a few small churches with dual income or even volunteer pastors. Now, none of that may surprise you, but what might surprise you is that of our 65 American Baptist churches in Nebraska, we worship in eight different languages, representing a variety of ethnic groups from Asia, Latin America, and Africa, in addition to our English-speaking Anglo congregations. So over the next several episodes, I'm going to introduce you to the pastors and leaders of our ethnic churches in Nebraska. We will learn about the new cultures and why they have moved to Nebraska. We will learn about the challenges that face our immigrant, refugee, brothers and sisters in Christ as they seek to carve out lives in a strange new culture. We will discover their love for Jesus, the church, for other Baptists, and for their cultural heritage. So keep tuning in to Mission in 5 for the next several episodes to meet these amazing Baptists in Nebraska. Now, if you'd like to meet them in person, you should come to the 2019 American Baptist Churches of Nebraska Mission Expo on April 26th and 27th. This year's Region Expo is being hosted by the First Baptist Church of North Platte. You can visit our website at abcnebraska.com or scroll through our Facebook or Twitter feeds to stay up to date on the latest information regarding the Region Expo. Well, thanks for tuning in to hear our latest episode. My guest today is Reverend Daniel Boy the pastor of Omaha Chin Christian Church that was established in 2012 in Omaha, Nebraska. Pastor Daniel is from the city of Hakka in the Chin state of Burma. He is a graduate of the Axe Bible College in the Philippines, and he is working on a Master's of Divinity here in the United States. We first met the Chin people in Season 2, Episode 12, that was released on February 26, 2019, when we spoke with Pastor Van Boy Kam of the Chin Revival Baptist Church. It was there that we learned that Arthur and Laura Carson were missionaries to the Chin State in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Now, this was important for Nebraskans because Arthur and Laura met at the Gibbon Baptist Seminary that eventually moved to Grand Island before uniting in 1931 with what is now the University of Sioux Falls. We also learned that the Chin people are one of the most persecuted people groups in the world due to the ongoing conflicts in and around Burma. They are persecuted for their Christian beliefs or for simply being Chin in a region where they are seen as lower class citizens. Those who have been capable have fled the country of Burma by way of refugee camps in Thailand and Malaysia and various other routes. Many have moved to the United States under that refugee status. Most of them live and work in the Omaha and Lincoln area. In today's episode, Reverend Daniel Boy will share how his congregation, the Omaha Chin Christian Church, is following in the ways of Jesus in Omaha, and how Pastor Daniel is working alongside them to help them acclimate to life here in the United States. Our format is simple enough. Uh, We ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners like yourself to learn more about who you are and where you see God working in your community. So let's just jump right in. Um, Who are you? Uh, Thank you that I have this opportunity. Uh, it's a great privilege for me being here uh, with this program, and I didn't expect this kind of program that I would be able to get involved in. But well, we're glad you're here. I think it's a great blessing for me, and it's just my first experience, you know, talking with someone like this. And yeah, it's a great privilege. So uh, my my actual name is Mun Lian Bawi. You Americans say Bawi, but we hate. 
you guys <laughs> saying like that, but we just say boy. Bo- so Munlian boy. Boy. But uh, I I used to go by Daniel since I work with some local people here. You know, it's easier for them to call me Daniel. Mm-hmm. But I I received this name when I was in Malaysia, mm-hmm. and my wife's boss, who was working with children, international children. Gave me this name. Maybe he, she wanted me to pray more like Daniel in the Bible, <laughs> or she, she, she saw me as one of a prayerful guy. I don't know, right. but I like this name, and it's good. It's better. It's make a little more sense when I'm, I came here, you know, working with local people, and it's easier for them to call me. Okay. So, do you want me to tell you more about my? Yeah, tell house? us all about your family. Okay. Like, like uh, are you married? Do you have children? Oh uh, yeah, actually. Uh, I, I'm from Burma, and we, we were living in Chin State, one of the states, one of the st- seven states in Burma. It's a small state. And uh, basically, Chin State, where I came from, uh, 99% Christian. And so my family members are, you know, originally Christian family, but uh, they were not originally born-again Christian. Uh, just normal Christian previously, but later on with those uh, gospel crusade and revival crusade, they received Jesus Christ as their own personal Savior and Lord. And and I was born and, you know, they dedicated me to work for the ministry. But later on, I wasn't doing what I was really supposed to be doing. I was going everywhere. But, uh, yeah, I was going to India, came back to Burma. And then uh, they wanted me to become an international preacher, actually, but I was going opposite way. Uh, but the Lord brought me back to Him, and I got a chance to go to uh, Malaysia as refugee. And actually, by the time I arrived in Malaysia, I got divorced with my wife. My wife, my wife was the one who got first in Malaysia, and we. Uh, reunited in Malaysia and we became a real great family in Malaysia and I was serving the refugees to children in Malaysia but I I was never thinking that I would become a pastor but okay. I was with children I was very happy you know uh, I was even though it was like uh, education uh, basic what we basically were doing in Malaysia for children was education you know I take like 45 minutes praise and worship time and prayer time together with children trying to you know uh, bring them you know to Christ so uh, but I also got a chance to work with uh, the community churches because uh, these people most of them they cannot speak English and they need helps with translation and the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugee status you know they need translation I helped them and I became like one of the uh, church elders in the community church and uh, I have more chance to preach and teach and share God's word and I was in Malaysia for two and a half years and I got you know requested by the community Chin community people here in Omaha to come to Omaha to be their pastor uh, and I totally believed that that was a, a call from God, and I uh, straight away accepted their request. Actually, I was supposed to be in D.C., Maryland, mm-hmm. 
but since they requested me to come here, you know, I uh, came back here in Omaha, and I've been here serving the Lord for this is my sixth sixth year. Wow! So God is faithful to me. All right, very good, excellent. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about your journey to come to be the pastor of the so the Omaha Chin Christian Church. Um, it's not easy for the Chin people to leave Chin State, and they become refugee in a variety of places. So mm-hmm. tell us that story of, of, of what that's like for somebody to, to live in Chin State, maybe in Hakka or, or, or wherever, and then become refugee and then end up in the United States. That, and these are the people that are part of your church. So, okay. So how did many of them come to be in Omaha and, and yourself? All right. Uh, when living in Chin State, you know, we were stress-free. Free. There's no stress. There's no bills, okay. you know. So we are pretty good. But, we, you know, most of our people consider America as second heaven. Okay. So if we are in America, we, we get a chance to America, you know, we, will, we would sacrifice everything to come to United States of America. But uh, that, that's the original kind of understanding that we have about America. We like America, we look high on people of America, and we, we saw America from TV and, oh wow, what would, how great it would, would it be if I can go to America and you know, stay there. Mm-hmm. But that's not basically the idea that we got here. Uh, Actually, we the Chin people are really depressed by mm-hmm. the military government in Burma. Mm-hmm. You know they, you know the, they 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 are like Burmese, and you know this Burmese military government, and the government that were ruling us for about seventy years. You know during that seventy years we have been facing a lot of civil wars and uh, you know a lot of you know ethnic. Uh, minority people became underground mm-hmm. fighting for their own state's freedom and you know we have been going on with different f- war civil wars for so many years and we were depressed we were denied uh, we were isolated you know they try to Burmanize mm-hmm. the whole nation and make Buddhist state religion mm-hmm. so uh, we don't we, we can't freely exercise our own human rights and we were, you know, persecuted politically and educationally, religiously. And, you know, some of our church got, you know, closed and our crosses removed from our mountains, our own mountains, our own land. You know, uh, we cannot learn our own language in our school. So something like that, you know. Right. We have been depressed uh, in such a way for so many years and that's how you know uh, some of our you know chin uh, national front so the way how we have been leading and they can't endure it anymore and you know they came to some of our leaders came to Malaysia and approached United Nations High Commissioner for Refugee and they they actually told them the situation we have been living under and that's how we came to know that there is a there is a way that we can escape this kind of you know ruling system, mm-hmm. uh, and even before that, some of our Chin people were in Malaysia, but they didn't 
actually understand the way how it works uh, with refugee status and if they apply to like if they apply for refugee they 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 believe that it's bad mm. uh, spiritually okay. so they no none of them didn't want to apply for refugee status but as the time passed by you know we came to the point of realization where this might be a kind of a way out that God has been providing us mm-hmm. for especially for Chim people and uh, we approach we started coming to Malaysia and then uh, year after year uh, you know more people go to Malaysia for applying for refugee status mm-hmm. and uh, yeah previously all of our all of the Chim people who would apply for refugee status were granted the mm-hmm. status and then they find ways that they can proceed our journey to uh, third world country like America, Canada, Australia, uh, Norway, Denmark, you know, New Zealand. Right. And then we spread out all over the countries. And But we still have some people, uh, 50, I think 50,000 people, if I'm not mistaken, still left in Malaysia. Right. So, yeah. And yeah, that's how... We, uh, we we got a chance to uh, come to United States of America with the help of United Nations High Commissioner for Refugee in Malaysia. And Malaysia was our transitional uh, place where we learned everything. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we had, like, uh, community churches established in Malaysia, mm-hmm. uh, some of which we still have them. And, you know, we, we learned more about people more about communication and education mm-hmm. so that's how we we got a chance to come to the United States of America so what I'm hearing from the story is that um, the Chin people are 99% Christian um, evangelical Baptist Christians um, in many ways not, uh, not, not all of them are Baptist but they're Christian. Yeah, nowadays not all of them are Baptist anymore. Okay. But as far as I know, I could be mistaken. You know, they were originally Baptist because we were, uh, the, you know, the message of salvation was brought to us by American Baptist missionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how we come to know Christ and salvation, and we, we became Christian. And originally we were Baptist. Other than that, there were no religion at all in uh, Chinlin before that. Okay. So, but now we have a lot of denominations. Okay. Spread out, uh, you know, uncountable. Okay. Actually, <laughs> but still, Baptists right. in Chinlin is you know the most populous denomination. Okay. And here in the United States of America, now we are under the umbrella of uh, Chin Baptist Churches of United States of America. So. I, even though my church name is Omaha Ching Christian Church, I'm in the Baptist, you know, church's umbrella. Okay. And so the, the people, they, they leave the, the persecution in Chin State. They go to various places like Malaysia, get refugee status, go all over the world, Australia, Denmark, United States, Canada. Um, and when they get to those places, they want to continue to practice their faith, and so they plant churches. Um, for for the Chin people, and they conduct worship services in the Chin language. And one of the things that, that you guys are doing here in Omaha is that you have this church, you're the pastor, and you worship in the Chin language. Is that correct? Correct. 
and um, and so so tell us a little bit about the um, the ministries going on at the Omaha Chin Church. Yeah, I'm sorry, I missed that part. Uh, yeah, before I came here to Omaha, you know, a church already existed mm-hmm. without pastor. Okay, I think they they have been uh, without pastor for like four years. It started with a few people, like uh, two or three family members, as far as I know. And then when they grow up, when they became like 50 members, that's when they started looking for pastors everywhere okay. and until they found me and until I said, okay. And then uh, when I come here, we were like 50 people together. And uh, like I said, normally all the Chim people are Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, the ministry is a little tough sometimes. Okay. Because of uh, problems with these new systems, you know. Uh, it's really difficult for us to leave and, you know, for, for us to be able to adapt some of the new systems that we have in this country. So in the ministry, you know, we first have to deal with their problems. We need to help them with their problems, like uh, like their livelihood. Mm. For example, in, o- in order for me to be able to share the good news and preach for, with them, preach to them effectively, you know, I need to be able to help them with all of their needs, like applying food stamps, for mm-hmm. food stamps, applying for Medicaid, uh, you know, applying for jobs, and then somehow they accept my message. Mm. So I'm even though I'm in the church ministry, I I consider the church as a mission field. Okay. Where I can practice, you know, holistic mission and helping them make myself available twenty four hours. And after three years of service, you know, we, we are we, we become pretty big, you know, two hundred members. Wow. Because three churches coming together. Okay. And we were very happy at that time. But at the time goes by, you know, different opinion, different thoughts, you know, we divided again. And now my church is left with only 75 people. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why we need some connection with local churches like American Baptist Church. And it's a great privilege uh, that we have connection with American Baptist Church here in Nebraska, Omaha, and you know, they you guys are really helpful, mm. and uh, like uh, we were we were struggle with, you know, something like applying for tax exam status, and the American Baptist Church, Nebraska, was the one that helped us freely with that yeah. status, and it is really helpful for us because sometimes uh, the pastors preaching in church is not not completely enough. So we need, we want to, uh, the church members would like to invite someone famous from our country, mm. evangelists or yeah. gospel preachers and mission workers that they really like to hear from. So that's the time we need this status to be able to invite them in. Right. So they share their faith with us and they encourage us and, you know, the church become really, you know, uh, united. That's cool. So uh, it's a little tough, but you know, this is what we are supposed to be. Everything is not, you know, 
the way it should be, but God is helping us and we hope the best for our church and we still hope to grow and we are expecting three more family members coming from Malaysia. Wow. So we are really happy at this time. So it sounds to me like you spend a lot of your personal time as pastor. Um, I think you use the phrase holistic ministry where you're helping um, the Chin people uh, adapt to life in the United States, essentially, you know, helping them navigate um, the, the, the food stamp process, the housing process, getting jobs, applying for loans, and, you know, all that stuff you're, you're part of. And even today you were busy um, being kind of a, an advocate between an employee and an employer doing some translation and, and those sort of things. And, uh, and that's really hard work, and it, it keeps you very, very busy. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a huge calling to, to do that all the time. And, and this is what's gained um, your, the people's trust for you, is, is doing these sort of things for them. Correct. So what are the types of ministries that go on in the local church? Like, um, I know you're very busy doing holistic ministry with the whole congregation, but are there ministries that the local church is participating in beyond that? Uh, under the umbrella of United uh, Chin Baptist Churches of United States of America, we call it ICBM, International Baptist, uh, International Chin Baptist Mission. Okay. So... Uh, in this ICBM, we all come together. Mm -hmm. 110 churches come together, and our our specific mission field is in the township called Palewa, okay. and in the village of named uh, Shui Town. We have missionary there, okay. and this is the very, very, very isolated place. They don't have proper transportation, so we can only travel through boats. Wow! And uh, during the summertime, you know, we have to you know, come across all those rivers, and then we get to the village. Wow. And so this is one of our main, you know, uh, mission field that we have. And we have, you know, we... we uh, now, according to the missionary report, uh, within two years of doing this mission field, we have uh, more than 35 new members. Wow. So who, who were previously Buddhist? Mm -hmm. but are converted to Christianity. And then now we, we hope that we can visit the place. But last year, in 2018, we were planning on visiting the place, but we have something going on, you know, underground people crossing the border, and, you know, something is, is kind of uh, confliction going on the area, so we weren't able to, you know, uh, be successful with the visit plan that we have but hopefully we would be able to visit the mission field in the years to come and they need uh church building to build and they need uh you know intimate relationship with uh our church mm -hmm. and yeah this is one of the main thing that we are doing for the extension of god's kingdom wow. and within the local church we have been doing like a kind of uh women fasting and prayer time especially on saturday okay and that's when they pray for the whole world the whole churches of the world the whole mission works that we know in the world you know we pray for pastors we pray for you know evangelists we pray for people that are in the ministry so we value this time very much and like the backbone of the church if we don't have this special prayer day 
we might not be able to go on forever, you know. Wow. So we pray and God answers our prayer, and that's how we go together. And that's one thing uh, that we value very much. And Saturday night we have some. We sometimes have youth, uh, you know, uh, like a home cell house to house service. It is, but uh, sometimes youth youth members would lead us worship. Okay. And then sometimes women department would lead us worship. So Saturday night and Saturday, you know, fasting and prayer. That's the two main things we can do. But we, as, uh, and also we participate in, you know, uh, funding, uh, uh, you know, sharing our relief fund in CBC USA. We have different things going on within the community churches, so we help them. Uh, we know that we, we used to receive a kind of, you know, uh, mission, mm-hmm. mission uh, participation letter from C- uh, ABC US in Nebraska, but... Unfortunately, we're not able to uh, positively respond to you guys, but we we are planning on, you know, how we could be, the, we would be able to get involved in yeah. the ABCUSA Nebraska Mission Field. Yeah. So, yeah, we look forward to participate in that too. But um, most thing that I'm doing is not just helping them, you know, doing their processes. You know, uh, I used to like go, I used to go house to house. Uh, asking them what they need for right. and well uh, they asked me to pray for them I used to share them uh, you know gospel and pe- I, I I need to convey a different gospel you know there are people who you know who haven't even come yet to the declaration and who are already disciple and uh, there are a group of already disciple you know whom I wanted them to become uh, disciple making group of people you know okay. so we have those different groups of people in our church so it's really difficult for me to manage it all right. myself that's a lot so I yeah that's a lot you know so I need times and I need prayer support okay that's yeah. it yeah we can totally pray for you and yeah. on top of that you're working on a, a degree yeah yeah <laughs> that's really difficult and here Pastor Greg it's really helpful uh, you know and the system of being in, you know, Bible school is very, very, very difficult for me. You know, we, I never handle, like, computer and those online classes, and it's really difficult. But Pastor Greg is here. Thank God for that. And I'm so grateful to him. So he's, he's been a great help to me. <laughs> well, I'm glad I can help you a lot yeah. <laughs> when I can. All right, so so we got a little bit about what's happening at the church. We got a little bit of information about the broader uh, network that you're a part of, and yeah. missions and, and those sort of things. Um, what is something that's coming up next? Is there anything coming up at the church? Is there anything coming up in your life that you'd like to share with everybody else about the um, things that God is doing in your community? Uh, so basically what I want the church to be like is that we, we grow we grow in God's word, mm-hmm. not just in knowledge, not just in the new systems, not just in any other things else. Most of, most importantly, I want the church to grow in the word itself. Mm-hmm. So you know, do what God is telling us to do and share what God is telling us to share. So in order for the church to be growing like that, we need to know more of God's word. So we are planning on inviting 
uh, famous evangelists which are being that are being used by God mm-hmm. previously, and you okay. know, so we all we 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 were able to schedule you know time for w- one of the famous evangelists to come over and share with us uh, in coming second week of June. Okay, and then after that, we also have a kind of plan for the whole community people in Omaha. Mm-hmm. We hope that it's gonna be like a real breakthrough, okay. spiritual breakthrough, and we're praying about it. So that's uh, that's uh, special events that we are expecting in the cool. days to come. Very good. So uh, last question then is, is how can we as American Baptists partner with you? What what can we do to be better partners in ministry with you? Oh, you have been already a great help to us. Like I said, like Pastor Greg, you know, you never... You, you make yourself always available, and that's that's really re- relieving me, you know. Because when I think of something and I can't think of, and I, I know you are there, <laughs> so that's a great help already, right? And then Pastor Robin, we invited him to preach for us and see. Uh, we were really encouraged by his message, and I I, I came to know that he visited Hakka, and I'm very glad. Yeah. And I, the day I shared with him, and I was so, you know, enthusiastic and. You know, I have not been there for like more than 10 years now. So, you know, you guys are really helpful. And uh, now like uh, the one that I already mentioned for one, uh, what do you call? None. Um, what's that? Uh, that status? You, uh, non-profit status? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the tax, yeah, yeah. non-profit tax ID. Yeah, see? That ID, actually, if we applied by ourselves, we must have spent a lot of money on that, yeah. thousands. But we are, we are now become very few, and, you know, mm-hmm. you save just money mm-hmm. also. And so in every way, you guys are very helpful. And, yeah, please uh, let us receive letters in which, you know, letters of information that we know how we can be a part of your ministry. Okay. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you so much. It's been great talking with you today. And I appreciate your time and willingness to share the story of, of yourself and how you came to be pastor at the Omaha Chin Christian Church mm-hmm. and then also how the Chin people have come to the United States and started churches. It's, it's been really helpful to understand that story a little better. Um, is there any final words you'd like to share with everybody? Yeah, I'm so grateful that you gave me this chance to share my story and my church story with you guys. and. Uh, I hope to working with you guys even the days to come. God bless you all. All right. Thank you. Very good. Thank you for listening to Mission in 5, the podcast. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to the many church leaders, pastors, and ministries impacting the churches of Nebraska and the larger American Baptist community. I hope you've been enjoying this ethnic church series as we meet with the pastors and leaders of our ABC Nebraska congregations who worship in eight different languages. If you'd like to find creative ways to partner in ministry with one of these congregations, please be sure to reach out to the region office by calling us at 402-556-4730 or email Executive Minister Robin Stoops at rstoops at abcnebraska.com or you can email me at gmamula at abcnebraska.com. Be sure to check out the show notes for links and contact information for Reverend Daniel Boy. There you will also see links to articles about the Chin people and the geopolitical situation that they face. Subscribe to the podcast at Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. While there, be sure to rate and review us so we know how you're enjoying the podcast. 
send us ideas on who you would like us to interview for future episodes, and feel free to support this ministry by giving through our PayPal link at abcnebraska.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.